This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. In this week's episode of Triple T... Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. I'm not going to keep telling y'all to grow up and leave that Stella and Barefoot alone. Nothing nice. worse than a bourbon snob, isn't there? People are, that's how you drink bourbon. It's like, who gives a shit how I drink my bourbon? I love being outside during the winter. Like, you know, in around around here where I live, you know, I'm looked at like a psychopath. I can bring it. Yeah. I can always have a turkey in here. So we were... Oh, you! I'm sorry. You go no, ahead. Go ahead. We were. No, I mean, no, we no, were mid conversation. I pressed record and, and talk like, about hey. the deluxe, the deluxe edition network and all that. Hell yeah, let's go! It's Triple T. It doesn't mean it's TikTok Tuesday. We're just having a good conversation from anything about cameras to Star Wars to how you know Fidgets. we don't even have to show TikToks anymore. But if we show them, that's cool. So if anybody has something clever, uh, he had a good one. Was it was it True True Talk Tuesday? Or? True Talk Tuesday. True Talk Tuesday. Um, Taco Talk Tuesday. Um, turkey trotting tuesday i mean i Anything. do have turkeys i can bring yeah. i can always have a turkey in here that would be a bit of a cure maybe one of these days when the weather's nice you're doing it from the turkey pen and yeah. um or whatever i don't know if it's a turkey pen but either way i don't know i'm not good words but either way lots of words deluxe edition network you guys check them out deluxe edition network.com we got the three podcasts of the month it's the last time you're gonna hear i think i'll say it on a, on january yeah, yeah. Last one of January, because next one... Nope, just kidding. There's another one. Holy shit. I was thinking it was the 29th already. It's only 21st. Nah, okay. All right. couple more on the uh, there. But either way, it's Bev's Video Kingdom, Barrel Age Flicks, which we were talking about backstage, how they watch movies, talk about movies, sit around a table, drink some alcohol, and have a good time, which if you guys are listening, you guys should reach out. Have Toby. I don't think he's going to be able to make it to West Virginia unless your budget's pretty good to bring him there. Um, but he has the ability to do this and uh, get him on there. He's a movie. He's a movie. What's the right word? I almost said fiend. He's a movie buff. Buff. He's a buff. buffed movie buff. And I, I like matters. I like movies, but I'm not like 
I'm not as in depth as a lot of people though. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't get so into it. Like, don't ask me about directors. I don't, I don't care. Like my, my movie watching, um, like when people are like, what's your favorite kind of movie? I don't fucking know, man. That's like asking me what my favorite song is of what genre. Well, what's your favorite Mm -hmm. genre? What kind of music do you listen to? All of it. I listen to all of it except for Mm -hmm. old time twangy country and like diehard, like rap, like gangster, like diehard gangster rap and screamo hardcore metal. Like those are the only things I don't listen to. Yeah. Just like, I don't think a lot of them I'll still watch do. any movie if it keeps me interested, but it has to keep me interested. Yeah. And I have to imagine they do a lot of planning too, to be like, Hey, and, and, and if it's even a little bit better because if, if you're watching the movie while you're doing the podcast and you've probably mm-hmm. already seen it, they do everything, you know, obviously on Christmas time, like uh, Krampus and, you know, stuff like that. And then Halloween, they did some scary movies and they have a really good thing. Like it, that's just a cool idea. And I'll, I'll, I'm I, all about it. That like, I don't know why. I don't know why it is, but I watch, I watch a ton. I watch a ton of YouTube creators that just do, they watch movies and react to it while they're watching. I, it's, I think it's because it's like nostalgic for me. It's like nostalgic when we were growing up, you'd sit around and you'd go rent a movie and you'd sit with your Mm -hmm. friends and watch it. And you would just kind of bullshit about the ridiculous stuff that's happening on the movie. Are you all reacting to the same thing? And yep. it gives you that kind of feeling to it. 100%. Like, yeah. Have, have you, Oh my God. Have you ever seen the movie, the room, the room. Tommy Wiseau? So if, if the name doesn't sound familiar, this quote will, I did not sleep with her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Mm-hmm. That does. <laughs> that's, that's the room. Um, I have found uh, that that movie. Now, mind you, the only reason I know the name of the director is because the movie is so bad. So, of course, you know his name, Tommy Wiseau. Is his name is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, that is one of those movies that is a horrible movie, but is amazing to watch with your friends. Yeah, uh, the one that um, we watched the most growing up was was Dumb and Dumber. Whether you like, oh, I mean, cult classic, this and that, but I mean, it was, you always picked up different stuff, the quotes, like you, you, it was just on because there wasn't a bunch of other shit to watch or do. And it was on and you yeah. were shooting the shit with the boys, you know, maybe playing, we, we would do that and play a lot of cards, we played a lot of pitch, a lot of nick, nickel dime poker and shit, you know? So, okay. So now that you, okay. So you mentioned who, man, you want to talk about bringing back some nostalgia. So Ooh, let's um, every, I was on the high school swim team. And mm-hmm. in Minnesota, the high school girls swim team is um, the very first season, right? So you got football and it's girls swimming um, while football is going on. And then you got guys swimming right after. Okay. Um, like season-wise or practice-wise? Season-wise. So gotcha. it would be girls season and then it would be the guys season. And all of the girls swimmers and guys swimmers, like we're, we all knew each other. Like we're all friends. We all hung out. Um, I think it was probably that whole, you know, because everybody makes fun of swimmers kind of thing when you're in high school type. Mm -hmm. And so you just kind of had that family type feeling like, Hey, we all get picked on who gives a shit. See, I Um, didn't really know. Like I've never heard that because my school didn't have a pool. We were so goddamn small. So I didn't know anybody that ever swam. Like for us, it was weird. They made fun of uh, like band people. We didn't have a marching band, but other schools did. So there was always like the band nerds, but it wasn't like, yeah, you know, well, you always had the, the, you always had the band. 
yeah, you always had the band people that would, and, and my wife, my wife was in the band. Um, actually, I think she was, she was orc. Was she banned? Yeah, she played the flute. Um, but you either had like the band people, but when it came to sports, it was always whatever sports, you know, like the football and wrestlers, the football players and the wrestlers thought was the weakest. So if you didn't have swimming, it'd probably be like soccer or something like that. Tennis. I mean, tennis. Yeah. Um, which was funny because I played football. I was in wrestling, uh, track, swimming, water polo, baseball, what? softball. Water polo's <laughs> brutal, isn't it? Bro, you best workout I've ever had in my life was playing. It was has to be playing water. Polo. I mean, you don't ever. Well, you don't ever hang on to the sides. You, you got to tread water the entire time, or you're swimming the the whole time. Like, there's you don't go under the water. Like, yeah. so it's like when you're in a lake or a river or something the whole time, and you know you can't touch, and you're just hanging out there, hanging out there. But most of the time, you're just like hanging on a floaty or a tube or something. But that's a whole goddamn sport. Like, how long a shifts? We're, we're typical, like for you to be out there and, you know, like we're hockey and some other sports here, go as hard as you can for that. And I, I don't even know anything about water polo, except I've seen Olympics and shit. And I'm just well, like, I'm tired watching it. Yeah. So we do. So just to let you know, there's no, there's no, like, uh, it's not like in basketball or football where you have people that come out, come in and go out. And, oh, really? um, if, if I remember correctly, man, it's been a while. If I remember correctly, we it was like it was fifteen minute halves. Okay. So you'd be doing that hard for fifteen straight minutes, and then you'd take a short break, and then it'd be another fifteen minutes. In the Olympics, I, I believe they just go straight through. I don't think that there's well, they might have period breaks or half breaks. And there's six but, six people and a goalie. Uh, six people and a goalie, I believe. Okay. And the reason I and, just looked up uh, carolinawaterpolo.com, basic rules. Yeah. I mean, Carolina. And it said, yeah, six field players, one yep. goalie, and you have uh, teams up to 15 players. Yeah. Okay. Must so pass, catch, and you only get one hand. Yes, only one hand. You can't, no. there's no double handing it and throwing it. It's everything's like, so in, in the Olympics, you'll see them like, kind of treading water but you'll see one hand up with the ball and they'll constantly going like this it's because there's somebody in front of your face um and that ball that they use is is almost like a tether ball it's like a real i was wondering it yeah it's kind of got like a grip on it like it's it's like a real like sandpapered kind of textured grip dude if that thing skips across the water and pops you in the face it is it's pain i bet it is it's crazy Because, like you said, you're watching the Olympics. They're treading water. They're swimming one hand, and then you got these guys playing defense, and it, like they're here, they're jumping out, of the, and you know, it's like you got to remember, like they're in a what? Yeah, they're just kicking their legs pool? like this or kicking like that, ten real hard. To... Like how how deep's the pool? Usually ten foot. Yeah, ten I to mean, twelve. They're... Yeah. God damn! And Olympic and coll- uh, collegiate pool sizes are thirty meters, so one hundred fifty mm-hmm. foot by twenty meters or sixty feet. Yeah. Wow. It's tiring, man. Is that one of, could that be the most tiring sport? Like soccer, they run, they run, but not all the time. Midfielders are on the move. Attackers only attack when they're there. Defense is usually standing around unless it's there. Goalies are chilling, you know. That that to me is there. I mean, then you have cross country and stuff. It's not as tiring because these guys are in shape. They practice, you know what I mean? It's me and you want to go run a a 5K. We're going to 
probably struggle. I know I'm going to struggle, but like <laughs> yeah, these guys, I'm gonna like hurt. a 5K, I'm going to run a 5K to warm up for a 5K and then cool down with a 5K because that's what they do. So I'm not counting that. But I mean, that was that point. was me in the military. Like while while I was in the military, I could run. Uh, yeah. I am not in the military anymore. Have not been. Oh man, this October will be a decade. Well, it's got to imagine. You know, you you ran, probably did push ups and shave almost every day. Those are three things you don't care probably to ever do in your entire life. You know? Yes. I would imagine. Yeah. Cause most yeah. of my buddies that were military now grow nice beards. Um, don't go for jogs and are not crushing pushups. I, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get myself back in a little bit of better shape. So while I'm at work now, since I work from home currently, I, um, uh, I've got an alarm set. So every 30 minutes, uh, I'll get down, knock out 25 push-ups, 25 sit-ups, and then 25 like flutter kicks, and then yep. I'll plank for two minutes. Smart. Yeah, they they so, build up too. You do it every day. Yeah, that's it. They get. I mean, I've been doing it now for about two months. I mean, the 25 push-ups and 25 sit-ups. That's not a problem anymore. I mean, I could increase it, but I I just want to keep it at that. Yeah, you're not looking to get I mean, jacked and run. You're you talking know, about play every polo. 30 every 30 minutes over eight hours. I mean, I'm getting in plenty of push-ups and sit-ups without, without the need to <laughs> do more each sitting. Nothing worse than planking and just having that shake. Ugh. I know. I've, I'm, well, I've been thinking too. Maybe, maybe it's because where I am and there's winter and I can't really do anything. But I've it's like every winter, all I want to do is I want to go on these hikes. I want to do this, and it's it's you can still do them, but it's tough with the kids. You know what I mean? It's not like hey, me and the dog are gonna go drive 45 minutes one way to go on a hike without you guys. Have fun. I love being outside during the winter like you know in around around here where i live you know i'm looked at like a psychopath <laughs> you know because it's north carolina you know we we went out to go check on the chicken sickles this morning because the feels like temperature was six degrees you Oof, know and cold we're checking there. out the chickens and the wife is out there i mean she is just bundled up <laughs> now granted she's from minnesota too but she's like I don't think my body has ever fully acclimated to an environment outside of Minnesota because like that temperature gets up over 73 degrees and I'm immediately miserable, immediately miserable. If it's over 73, immediately miserable. Yeah. The wife, if it's below 68, she's immediately miserable. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so we have kind of a rougher time in the house, but. <laughs> we go we went outside today i've got this nice i've got this new whoopie style hoodie so it's made of like that military poncho liner mm -hmm. and then i've got that um that eye hood heated vest but it, I, I didn't have it turned on i just had the poncho hoodie i just had the the whoopie hoodie and that vest and i kind of i zipped it up to about here and i'm walking yep. around I, I i didn't have my gloves on i'm taking uh, like because all the water's frozen. So I got to pull the top sheet of ice off of all the water buckets. And I'm just dipping my <laughs> hand in there and, you know, putting them back in my pocket. And she's just walking around looking like a little Inuit, all completely bundled up in like seal <laughs> fur. And she's just, she's got this giant, thick, fluffy hat that's got like little bunny ears on it. She's absolutely oh, yeah. adorable, not going to lie. But I was just looking at her. I'm like, you good? She's like, I'm cold. I need to get back inside. I was like, okay. Um, I'm going to go look at, I'm going to go walk around with the turkey. 
Because anywhere I walk, the turkey will follow me. So just follow. <laughs> turkey yeah. trotting Tuesday, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what else keeps <laughs> you warm? Bourbon. Speaking of bees and tree, and we got the uh, fat baby bourbon. And I don't know if you knew this, but they completely sold out. Hundred percent sold out. They couldn't believe it. Is it because of this show and this brand? No, but I'd like to think so because <laughs> it happened just as we became friends of the show. So I'd like to take a little credit for it, but they did have a viral article that they did um, from like the New York Times picked it up and everything like it, it got pretty big. And uh, oh, nice. So uh, they are back in stock, which is amazing. And like I said, it's uh, it's it's good stuff. Good people behind the company. And I absolutely love it. If, you, if you're looking for a little bit of a tear wrenching story, go to their about us page on fatbabybourbon.com and hear about how it is, uh, how it came to be. And obviously you see it on my whiskey tower over there. You might not see it, but the people might see it. And it's, it's, it's pretty good. I'm not like a bourbon. I keep saying it like, I don't overly know bourbon. Like it wasn't something that I drank a lot of, but I, I know what I like and mm-hmm. this is good. I, I, I noticed that I do like it with a little bit of ice. Maybe, you know, there's some people who are, oh, you drink bourbon. It's like, who gives a shit how I drink my bourbon? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, I enjoy There's it nothing worse than a bourbon snob, isn't there? Like, yeah. like if you're going to come to me and ask me, you know, hey, what bourbon would you recommend? I'm going to give you my recommendation. I'm going to give you the recommendation of the bourbon to drink. I'm not going to recommend how you drink it. Yeah. Like, I also, I also like to have some ice with mine or I'll just put like a little, depending upon the bourbon. Like I'll take just a little bit of uh, cold water and I'll just, you yep. know, like just to kind of just a little bit to smooth it out. Mm-hmm. But I don't let dude, I, I don't understand people that feel the need are so snobbish that they feel the need to tell you how to enjoy something that you enjoy. Yeah. It's like, well, and this is a four year old bourbon. And they're like, well, it technically a bourbon has to be. And I'm like, Ah, cool. Yeah, I don't really give a shit about your technicality, and nor do I know that. Like, I know that this company had a cool story. They're friends of the show. It's really good. I like it with ice or a little water. And yeah, it's four years, and and I love the label and stuff. And being a guy in New York, they're from New York. Like, it's just, it's awesome. Like, don't go buy it then if you don't want to. Or try it and be like, holy shit, you are right. Drink it without ice. Drink it two fingers, three fingers. I don't know any of that shit. I put it in a Flintstones cup that I got at a thrift store. And I sip it's cool it, cup, and it's though. fantastic. I mean, it's cool cup. Yeah, we got this for a quarter. Well, there was four of them for a buck, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" The OG, like people, you used to be able to get this shit from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Fucking man, the old McDonald's the cups, or they'd have the McDonald's cups with like Garfield and all the old cartoon characters on. Yep, dude. So speaking of um, them selling out, have you heard about this Josh Wine? Josh Wine. Mm-mm. Come on in. But, um, I'm going to Google it. Okay. So Josh Wine is, it's $6.99. Right. It's like really cheap wine and people, it went viral for, it went viral because of the label. It just simply says Josh. Like that's the name of the, of the wine. Is it Josh and, Sellers? Yeah. Or yeah. so, so like it's you go Josh to- Sellers and right, their the- sales have gone through the roof. Because people were kind of making fun of the wine because of the label and everything. And there was all these TikToks about it. And so, of course, because this went so viral, you got news sources picking up on it. You've got people writing like Daily Mail's doing articles and things like that. And I, every once in a while, TikTok makes me wish that I 
like invested in companies better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause the moment you see something like that, you're like, I'm going to immediately, as soon as you start seeing more than like the, the moment that you start seeing multiple videos being made for, from it. Interesting. You, yeah, you so gotta for- go. It was, it was six ninety nine. So I don't know if they've now bumped up their price since then. Interesting. Yeah, like I said, this is just from, uh, for anybody who just listened, joshsellers.com. Not a friend of the show, but this is a cool story about, yeah, they're $17.99. But then there's this article right here from bonappetit.com that said, uh, Josh Wine was viral before the memes. And mm-hmm. they go in here, and like you said, this King Pisces um, is on there. And, you know, he, he put on X or Twitter. I'm not going to keep telling y'all to grow up and leave that Stella and Barefoot alone. Ah, uh, look what she brings me. Look at this. Ooh. You know, there's pictures of on the beach with this Josh wine and stuff. But yeah, I did see when I was Googling it earlier that it said, yeah, it was like, how did the $8 wine or $7 wine or whatever, six ninety nine wine go viral? Right here, yeah. $8 Josh wine takes internet by storm. Makers having a good laugh at all the, the memes. Um, it's a California yep. wine company. Yeah. And now they're laughing all the way to the bank. I mean, because you, you see the article says it was six ninety nine, eight ninety nine. Now it's seventeen ninety nine. I'm sure they're still selling out. Yeah, this right here, uh, sfchronicle.com picked it up and said how this twenty dollar California wine became the internet's favorite joke. And wine apparently barely, uh, rarely ever goes viral in such a mainstream way, according to this article. And then, like you said, there's all this stuff on X and this and that. It. Uh, um, and, and so, in other words, this uh, apparently these people say that it is a step up in price. Uh, Josh bottles typically go for fifteen to twenty bucks higher than the ten dollar or less you'll pay for Barefoot and Stella Rose. But the Twitterverse didn't need a wine critic to tell them that it's not much of an improvement in quality. Well, you know, it's the wife brought me not... some beer. Ooh, what do you got? Bull Durham. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool can too. Course. So they've style. got they've got Bull Durham and Bull Durham Light. Mm-hmm. So obviously just reverse the colors and that's their Bull Durham Light can. Yep. I like buying local when it comes to beers. Um I like to try out local Same. um beers rather than go with like you know, like rather than go with your Budweiser, your cool which the Coors, the Coors hand grenades, those are still my favorite. Like the oh, original Coors banquet in the in the shorty in the stubby bottle. Can you get Mickey's still down there? My buddy, when he was living I have in not Georgia, seen Mickey's in probably five years. Yeah, they they were made they were uh, made by the same company as Miller, I do believe. And when my buddy was in Georgia. He was stationed down there, and a couple of the other buddies moved down there and stayed there for a while. But that's all they were drinking was Mickey's, and it's a it's a malt liquor. And uh, we're gonna locate it. Obviously, I'm a Jenny guy, so don't. Hmm. I, bought, I I tell you right now, if I could get my hand on those Mickey grenades, like you were kind of talking about, yeah. Oh shit, um, the Mickey hand grenades, man! Like they're iconic. They are in the like, the logo. You know, you if somebody's holding everything. A- yeah, you know if somebody's holding just this tiny little green bottle, you know exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. You know it's oh. not going to be the greatest tasting thing you've ever had, but 
So according to the internet, in a rough zip code near a location near you, which obviously I will not uh, there, a food lion. Apparently, I'm, let me take off this dark reader because it's hard to. Um, there's a Cape Fear beverage. Okay. Carly CS, Eagle's Nest, Stop and Shop, Duncan Junction, Shally Beat Pantry Shop, and some other places that might might ring a bell, might not, but mickeys.com you go to the locator type it all in guarantee you there's nothing near me let me see because you mentioned food line which is that's that's the big one around here Mm -hmm. i'm gonna show the um not obviously the map but i'm gonna show everybody that hasn't seen the iconic logo and bottle this is what it is obviously 40s 24s but the little grenades oh baby what are they like eight ounces the grenades or 10 ounces um, I thought they were ten. Uh, yeah, they're still twelve. Are they? Yep. Yep. Twelve ounces. See, can. I thought they, they were 16 smaller. Um, no, they're. I mean, they're pretty decent size. At least the ones that I had. There was some other ones like Schlitz and some other ones that had the like six or eight ounces. Mickey, don't. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Don't mess with any Mickey's ice, ice beer. No, no bueno. No bueno. It's like steel Man, reserve. Oh. That's that's not even a nice beer. I went on a kick steel reserve for a little bit, and it was like a week. And every time I was like drinking gasoline. I can't talk about beer and not have one, so I'm grabbing a beer while you're looking that up. But yeah, the food line it said, which I think was kind of near you. Um, like I said, oh. you can put it in the. Yeah, it's right there. It's right down the road. Like that is, but they right might, down the road. they might not have the like a lot of those stores. I know a Genesee. When you punch it in, it might say, hey, like for you, and for instance, there was one near you, but they only had Jenny Ice. So they might not have a full product line, but Food Lion's pretty big. You'd think that they, if anybody's going to have, you know, just about all of them. But I'm going to yeah. tell you what, I got my hands. I drove three hours round trip to grab the Genesee new citrus pills. How are it's those? It's like a lemon, lime kind of one. It's pretty good. See, I it's like the ones like that. It's like the, uh, like, I love the line. Like, my go to beer during the summer is Line and Kugel's Summer Shandy. Okay. Yeah. I, there, what's the one? There was one that tastes almost like a Fruity Pebbles, Lion Kugel. And I would drink that a decent amount when they, it was, they it was have seasonal. A berry as well. one. I forget what it was. But yeah, this is the lemon. It's lime. It, it's fantastic. Unfortunately, like I said, uh, the distribution place around me doesn't carry it. I called seven different stores because the kid had a game in an area near a city that I knew would have it. And I called uh, called this place, didn't have it, didn't have it, didn't have it. So I called this, uh, I forget the name of it. It was a little gas station and somebody answers, hello? I'm like, hey, I'm just wondering if you had the Genesee pills. The what? I'm like the Genesee pills, you know, the new one. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have it. The new Genesee. Yeah, we have it. Okay, stop by. Bye. I was like, there's no fucking chance that they have it. But they know that if I'm going to come in there, I'm going to probably buy something. It's like, ah. And then on my brain went, there's a, a store that sells like a ton of different beer that you can't get out of there. It's called Bear World. And you go in there and it has a huge walk-in cooler. There was one 12-pack of that left. And there was a 12-pack of my favorite, the Cran Orange Fall one. And it was like the most glorious day ever. That's... The um, I I wish we had a beer place like that. Like in all honesty, the best place for me to get alcohol, whether it be beer or liquor, is going to be Fort Bragg. Yeah, they bring military some base stuff in. 
Yep. I mean, you want to talk about people that you need to satisfy drinking habits. You go to a military base. It's essentially just an, every shop at every PX, they all sell alcohol. Like it's, you can't sell alcohol in a gas station in North Carolina, but you can, as long as it's on a, on, on a, on a military base. Yep. So you go there, every gas station, it's just lined walls of liquor and like coolers full of beer. Yeah, why not make it convenient for people? Come on, North Carolina. I mean, here we you can get alcohol for me. anywhere. I've got a. It's convenient for me. It's twenty minute drive, and I've got a. I've got a military ID. So, <laughs> yeah, a buddy of mine when uh, he he used to go. There's Fort Drum that's close, fairly close to us, mm-hmm. and he used to go on there and get a lot of stuff, cheap liquor, cheap alcohol, stuff like that. And I got to go with him a couple of times. It's that's the only times I've really been on the base, to be honest. You know, it's a it, it's a city within a city. And it's prices is usually lower and yep. it's tax free. Yep. And you, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're getting access to stuff that you probably aren't going to get. They have just dis- different distribution stuff. And there's people from all over the country that are, that are out around the bases, but that, that maybe that's a million dollar idea. Toby, we open a store in North Carolina that has beer from all over the place. Mm. As long as there's so, a market for people that like beer from all over the place. <laughs> it's like, if you really like food from, Foreign countries, if you're in the U.S., by foreign country is what I mean. Yep. So if you're in the U.S. and you like places from foreign countries, so another thing, another benefit that military bases have is their their commissaries, right? Their their grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have military bases from all around the world, uh, we have soldiers, obviously, uh, that have families and spouses from all around the world. Yep. So the commissaries. Unlike when you go to, um, you know, a grocery store wherever you live locally, and you might see a Hispanic aisle, or you know, like a like a German aisle, like they have aisle after aisle of European, you know, you've got your German, you've got your French cuisines, you got like all these different like direct from those countries. Their meat departments have different types of meat and fish from all different countries. Same with the cheeses. Like, dude. Oh, Jesus. Best place. Yeah. Best place for me to go grocery shopping if we have the time to do it is to go go onto a military installation. It's um, phenomenal. I had a buddy that uh, obviously we were much younger and he thought he was a stud and he would try to go to bigger cities that had grocery stores and he loved trying to pick up chicks slash maybe single moms at grocery stores like that was his thing. He tried to get numbers, this and that. And and it's funny. You you had somebody that did that cliche shit. Oh yeah. And he thought he would, but his thing was, dude, they had these different aisles. So like, maybe if I want like, you know, a Korean or maybe, you know, I just have to (laughs) hang out in these aisles for a little bit, strike up some conversations. And I was like, ah, yeah, cool. And legit, he would drive a decent amount to try to do this. And I'm like, oh, Guess, is last time I checked, guess what his success rate was? I'm going to say 50%. Um, from what I understand, definitely below 25%. Might even be zero. <laughs> because, I, you know, dude, dude rules. He's going to always be like, yeah, I definitely, you know, picked up like X amount. You know you can yeah. instantly subtract or divide by however many. I'm pretty sure it never worked for him. Wasted are you money. one of those? Are you one of those guys, Matt? I don't really tell the numbers, but if I was, I would be real with it. I'm, I don't have anything yeah. to hide or, or exaggerate about, especially something stupid like that. 
But you I know? mean, I, like, I, I, I've. It's rare for me to find somebody that's over the age of twenty-five that's not like brutally honest with their number game if they're asked, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I've always been honest. Uh, besides yep. my own wife, four. That's pretty easy right? counting, you know, like and it's four. Pretty easy counting. Yeah. Yeah. And if somebody were to do that all guys, you know, number math, you'd, you'd have to reduce me to zero. <laughs> I've never. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I've never been. Off, to... <laughs> yeah. Going off the way they say it, they go, well, you got to divide. You got to divide it by three or divide it by half and then, re, you know, subtract by half of that. And you're like, but as you get older, though, I think that's a young man's game. As you get older, then you have to say, okay, you've been married. Fair enough. There's there's an automatic guarantee. You've been married multiple times, maybe. Okay, there's a couple. You know that there's some of your numbers. You know what I mean? Uh, you your your first two ended because you were cheating on your wife. So there's at least another couple more. And then you yeah. sprinkle it. You know what I mean? So there's some guaranteed as these people get older that they can't play this game. Like I've been with four. Cool. You've been married three times. You cheated on two of them. That's fucking five. And that's yeah. that's all that and that's basic number. You're cheating on them. You're probably cheating with more than one. At least any of the people that I know that have cheated on their wives, it's never just been one. But so uh, yeah, it that, is. Yeah, that brings up another question. So, if you run into somebody, male or female, doesn't matter, and they tell you that they've been married more than once, mm-hmm. how many times would they have to tell you that they've been divorced before, in your mind, you go? Maybe it's you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say two, two. three. Uh, I, you know, three seems logical that it's that maybe it's them because, you know, maybe yeah, you marry like without young, asking it just doesn't them work what out. they did, you know, yeah, like without asking, three. well, did you cheat? Did they cheat without asking any of that? If somebody was like, yeah, I've already been I've been married twice. You go, you start going. Mm. OK, well, maybe like here's here's the thing. Like if you're a guy or a girl and you've been married twice and both your partners have cheated on you, I'm going to tell you it's you. You're you're the problem. You're the problem. They cheated on you for a reason, not because they're shitbags or they're they're horrible people. They did it because they're not happy with their home life. You're probably never giving it up. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the that that statement of um that statement she, of if 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 you're not going to give it to them, somebody they'll get it some some other way is. I'm I'm going to say that's that's pretty true. It's human nature, right? Yeah, or they're going to look for some other way. Yep. Me, and if I don't get always it for a while, the... I I just I just I I hit the bathroom like <laughs> right. And there's there's always the ones the the people that you know, end up marrying somebody, even though they've been cheating on them the whole time, thinking that, oh, I'm going to be married. They're going to change. People rarely change. You know what I mean? So there's that scenario. But and then the, the merry the f- young people grow apart. And yep. yeah, the fixers, the fixers mm-hmm. are guaranteed to end up in divorce. Guarantee. I guarantee the fixers are either going to end up in divorce or they're going to stay together and their partner's going to cheat on them. Because yeah. you don't, you should not be marrying somebody to change them or fix them. Like you see yeah. a lot of people that just, and I get it. The intentions are good. You're like, this person's, you know, this person is, I can make them a better person. Like I, I get the intention, but it's, it's not going to go well. 
Um, and what the about people the people that... that have a baby to save the marriage? How dumb is that? Yeah, oh, yeah. We're we're man. gonna have a baby so that we can have a so that so that we can have a nice, long, healthy marriage. No, nope. what you're gonna have is a child that grows up and goes through a lot of therapy, and hopefully two happy homes. But that yeah. statistically doesn't happen. No, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, three or four, I guess, before if, yeah. if it's the same person, you know. And then, then, then you sprinkle in some more odds where you know the older you get, you're probably getting with other people that have already been divorced because if they've either never been married, which has to be a huge potential red flag if you're in your 40s, 50s, maybe 60s, and never been married. I'm not gonna lie to you. If you're if you're in your if you're in your mid to late 30s, and you haven't at least been engaged to me that that's a red flag like how many how many serious relationships have you been in how long have they lasted and why mm-hmm. are they not lasting like yeah. that's a red flag like are you not capable of being in a relationship and if so why what, what's what about you like if you're 35 years old and you're telling me well i'm just waiting for the right person uh, not moving anywhere and you still yeah. live in the same town that you grew up the whole time. Yeah. You're 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 not waiting for shit. You're making excuses and then you're gonna eventually call yourself the victim. Mm-hmm. Or you're gonna you're gonna become downtrodden and be like, I'm just nobody wants to love me. What the fucking it's listen, there's eight hundred <laughs> people in your town. They all know each other. Like And you're probably related to most of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe you should maybe you should move away from there. Roll tide. <laughs> Roll yeah. tide. That's, Where, hey, yeah. what's your weather like right now? Like, are you guys getting hit with the snow or is it mainly cold? Uh, right now, today, cold. We had we had the snow in, like I said, not to be, you, you lived in Minnesota. So when you're like, oh, you don't have that much. We got a, like a foot and a half, maybe two foot, which is manageable for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not a ton of snow, but it's kind of enough where people can snowmobile um, the snow belt is the area that gets that heavy lake effect the same stuff people are seeing during the bills games stuff like that obviously ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. See, they're getting four or five foot, which... Still manageable, still kind of a pain in the ass, you know, because you got to get somewhere yeah. to go to the snow. But then it went from that to the cold. So, like, the last three or four days, the high has been, like, five. Yeah, I had um, – I've got a bunch of friends that say that they got some snow and they were happy about it. And then it just immediately, like, started to melt. Oh. It started to melt, and then the temperature dropped and the wind picked up. And everything, it looks like snow. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Looks like snow, but if you go to touch it, it's just, like, touching concrete. Yep. 
Ugh, that's the worst, especially when you fall. Have you seen the the photos and videos popping around about um, uh, the uh, the Lake Michigan right now? Mm-mm. Oh, look that up. Holy, it looks almost all of the coast of Lake Michigan looks like a damn sculpture. Like looks like a marble sculpture. Oh, the striking ice formations. Let's go over to the BBC. Oh shit, that's cool. Let's throw this up on the. They screen. got. They got. Uh, so they had freezing temperatures and rain and then wind gusts of over mm-hmm. 30 miles an hour causing like instant freeze. Yeah, we had that pretty recently, but not to this extreme. We got the rain. The, we had the we had areas that got 70 to 80 <coughs> mile an hour wind gusts that actually at that, that same Fort Drum that I was telling you about the military base. They had reports over 80 mile an hour gusts. Yeah. And it, they ended up getting in that area stated emergency because they went from that no power for the entire city then it followed with feet of snow this is something out of like a movie yeah it's like uh the day after tomorrow yes that's what i was thinking yeah so i don't know how we got so lucky where i'm at um the what was it last was it last week or the week before it was Everybody two weeks was ago the, with that that tornado that or whatever huge storm. Yeah, we we had multiple tornadoes touch down around us. We we were getting wind gusts of seventy five uh, miles an hour, um, sustained winds of around twenty five to thirty five miles an hour. I didn't, bro. I didn't have a single tree go down. Really, not a single one. This is the this is the first year I've ever not had a tree go down because the rain was heavy or the the winds were heavy. I think all my, I think all my trees that could fall, in the past, you know, seven <laughs> the, the years weak ones that we've lived gone. here, Darwin, I think tree I think, Darwinism. Yeah, <laughs> the weakest, the weakest are starting to thread themselves out. What was crazy though? Why the storm was even worse with all the power lines, trees falling down, and stuff up here is it came out of the southeast where normally mm-hmm. everything is like west and everything. So I guess the trees in telephone poles and stuff is this is what i've been told i, I guess it kind of makes sense but they're not used to being weathered that way so they're yeah. used to going this way this way and as soon as they go the other way then they, they just, just cripple that and, makes sense. Uh, i don't i don't know where you were in 1998 um if you were like military or if you're i was in uh, bosnia <laughs> bosnia um we got a terrible ice storm in 98 that took mm-hmm. out a ton of the area from like us all the way up to Maine. And I don't remember if you ever hear, like hear, heard about it. It was like, we were without power for almost a month. And I mean, it was just catastrophic. I mean, some that of these was, pictures. Um, that, yeah. Cause Atlanta was completely under ice. Yeah, it was. And I mean, technology um, wasn't good. We didn't even have a computer or anything at this time. So like we couldn't really see how devastating it was elsewhere, but no, I mean, the wife and I just, the wife and I got stuck um, at a hotel waiting for my flight um, from uh, we were we were in Virginia um, when I came home on leave from Bosnia because uh, that was December. No, November. And I got yeah, stuck waiting. January. Yeah. And then I made. And then there was another one that hit the entire East Coast. Atlanta got fucked over on this one. And that was in 2000. That was January 2005. Okay. There's a really bad one. And we got stuck in a hotel again, <laughs> waiting 
waiting to fly from Roanoke to to Atlanta a week stuck in that hotel because all of Atlanta was just under a thick coat of ice. Yeah, it seems to cycle every so many so many years. It, it, it's just a it's a weird thing. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm looking up pictures. This is the ice storm of 05 in Atlanta or Georgia. There was just yeah chaos yeah because you know what i mean it's they're not built like us and we thought we were good to go but not so much and listen i if you're from the north okay i I am i am from the north all right if you're watching this podcast and you're from the north and you're like oh bunch of bunch of babies can't handle shut up okay listen shut up they're not designed to handle it down here they don't have ice trucks they don't have the snow plows um the salt the sand nowhere i've ever lived in the north has ever dealt with ice storms like that. Snowstorms, blizzards, absolutely. But ice storms like I've never walked outside of my house in Minnesota in 19 years of living there or the four years that I lived in Alaska and walked out to a four inch thick sheet of ice covering everything. Yeah, to put that in perspective, you have four inches of ice on a lake or a body of water, you can go out and ice fish. Yeah, because the water's so goddamn, or the ice is so strong. I yeah. mean, that's ridiculous. And not to mention their houses. I mean, people in the South, like um, my buddy Burley, he lives in Houston, and they're getting cold and ice and stuff, and their houses aren't insulated to be able to protect it. They almost have to shut off water to, yeah. you know what I mean? To, so pipes aren't bursting. He still had a pipe burst. And I mean, it, it, it's down there. And like I said, I I'm, I don't know a ton about plumbing, but a lot of the stuff that they were using, especially in his house, because he sent me pictures and I was kind of helping him, is just like older style CPVC in these that's, huge houses. And that's you know? what that's what our house is. Our house is because it's all cheaper. PVC, so if it gets super, if it gets super cold, there's a reason why. You know, you got to find that sweet spot on the faucet so it's just whoop. Yep. Whoop. <laughs> Keep it moving just a little bit, but yeah, I mean, like up here. Like the manufactured homes and stuff are really the only ones that use the CPVC pipe uh, up here. A lot of it is either, you know, if you have the money, whether it's copper or PEX and stuff like that, where it's a little more flexible and resistant to cold. But again, it's just you know, different. But you know what? The Amish have it right. They never have a pipe burst. Never once have we had somebody come in and say, hey, my pipe burst. You know, we, we what do we the Amish that. use? Do they use do they use copper piping? What it? They, they don't have any running water. Oh, yeah. It's all wells. They just wells they have a well they hand pump it they heat it up and they usually from what i understand because you know they they live all around me and and you know people you know have them help on farms and stuff back in the day before said you know other help has came in and is cheaper than the amish you know maybe from places like guatemala or something um allegedly and allegedly like on sundays you know whether you know it's church day and stuff like that they would typically go they'd heat up the water put it in a tub and the family would share the same bath water. They just fly through it. That was like the day they showered and they would just get through it. Lots of wood stoves. And cause I, I was actually talking to somebody the other day. I'm like my buddies and stuff, they all have like the outdoor wood boilers and you know, maybe have wood stoves and you see big stacks of wood in their yard and all over the place. I never see anything with the Amish ever. They're all over the house. So the only thing I can think is maybe they're all down in the basement and it's in the basement to do it. I, but you would think the wood stove would want to be on at least the main level. Well, for know, like a rises, lot of these houses. But... Right. But for like a lot of these. Uh, so my father-in-law uh, lives in Virginia and he's got a wood stove to heat the house. Mm-hmm. And it's actually 
I mean, he's got to he's got to be close to twenty six hundred square feet, eh, about twenty three hundred square feet in his house, and it's all wood stove. And he's got the piping runs through the entire house. Like obviously, you've got the main stack, which is going to yep. take the soot and everything else away. But then he's got the rest of the piping goes through right. the house that carries the heat. And I'll tell you what, man, I like. I would have never guessed that that house is heated because you walk in that house and it is warm in yeah. the winter. Oh yeah. They throw it out and some of them have multiple wood stoves yeah. that they do, you know, and they use them for cooking as well. You know what I mean? The old, like an older style one, which I get it, but the, and I've never like, they're always working. I've never seen Amish cutting wood and they, they must do it, but it's just like, I never see those huge stacks of wood. I never see them out there. Obviously they don't have chainsaws and stuff. I don't see them, you know, whether whatever saw they're using to cut them down. Like it's just a weird thing. You know, they have to use it, but how they like, yeah. what are they doing? That's so much different than my buddy's doing it. Well, I mean, and most of them live on plenty of land. Mm-hmm. So you'd think yep. you'd see them at least hauling it. Hauling big logs, cutting them down. Like I know they must have to. And, you know, it's probably I'd have to imagine something that, you know, the kids are probably doing. You know what I mean? They're having yeah. the, the younger generations like, hey, go to school for a couple hours a day and then go cut and stack wood and help in the garden stuff like that. You know, they're they're keeping busy, but it's like. Where the hell is all guy? So and, and I've been driving. There's there's legit an Amish house that's two miles one way and a mile and a half one way. And I keep looking. I'm like, where the hell is all the wood stack? I'm looking like a creep. See, now, and I'm just now like, it's gonna bother me. I've got. I'm listen. gonna go up to my boy John on John up the road and be like, listen, man, I'm he's a cabinet maker, super busy guy. He has a beautiful workshop. And if you ever need some cabinets, hit him up. John, give him a call. Okay, so the Amish. This is interesting. So the Amish tend to stack their wood in the shape of teepees or like almost circular. They do that with hay. I've never seen that with wood. Yeah. Like they, they the do wood, their hay it's, teepees. It's almost like it looks like a big ball and like the wood is like shoved in sideways. So it's hmm. like the lengthwise goes into the center. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I saw that first picture of the, the shaker. Yeah. Never seen then, one, and there's a lot of Amish around here. Yeah, so I there's mean, got to be some but, fancy stuff somewhere else. Yeah, a lot of the other, a lot of the other photos I was seeing, it looks like they shape them up like kind of like teepees. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we just like I said, I, I, I we we did the enclosed porch on our back thing, and it's funny. The wife today, she's like, we should just sit out on the back porch by the fire. It'd be so nice, a good day for it. I'm like, it's seven. Yeah, but we have the plastic around. The heat will heat most of it. I'm like, there's none of me that wants to bundle up <laughs> to sit around this. Like, we have a solo stove. It's pretty warm. It's not going to just instant heat. I'm like, I'll tell you what. Go ahead. You can enjoy it. I'll come out every once in a while with a with a glass of, you know, Fat Baby Bourbon. Hang out for 20 minutes until I'm freezing because it's seven out. She's like, we'll be by the fire. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But football's on gotta, at 3 o'clock. Just got to get yourself one of those heated hoodies, man. <laughs> I should. But like she, I was like, we have all this wood. I'm like, I understand. We also have summer and this and that. And it all started because I've been looking at wood-fired pizza ovens and how they're fairly affordable and how it would just be a cool thing to bust out every once in a while. And they can use charcoal or wood. I have seen failure after failure video of those pizza ovens lately. Yeah. I mean, just like the, the biggest thing that I... Because like the pizza's not sliding off. I'm like, yeah, that's because you have to flour your the, the your wood peel. paddle. Yep. Yeah. You can't just yeah. throw dough on it and expect it to slide. That's a... 
And you need to you need to be able to have a gauge of how hot the pizza stone is. You know what I mean? You can't throw it yeah. in when it's 300 or 400 like a conventional oven. It needs yeah. to be 550 to 600, 700, that is hot as it can. And the one that I was looking at was from a company, um, Pizzello or whatever, P-I-Z-Z-E-L-L-O. They have a nice combo because uh, uh, my friends at the Dude Network, they're giving one away through on like Instagram or Twitter or something. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, I just want to, they're actually like 42% off right now. They use charcoal, they use wood and it's the same thing. So I watched a bunch of videos and you can use it as just like a little square bonfire or like a little mm-hmm. pit and not have the pizza yeah. thing. It separates. And the guy made some decent ones. He, I, I really love, he broke down like four different style doughs in different thicknesses and stuff. And he goes, it definitely doesn't work with a thicker dough. And he had the thermometer and it, it was right around 550. that He threw a log on right before to do it. But then so much smoke came in that it gave it like, you know, the top of the dough didn't really crisp up and a little coloration, which I'm like, right. not a lot of people really get into it. But he said the bottom crisp was fantastic. And he's like, you know, you want to do this, obviously, for a hobby, do it once in a while. He goes, it's going to make a good pizza. Is it as good as the other ones I own? No, but those are also three to six to a thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, he goes for a hobby. You just want to do it with the kids, this and that. He goes, it's going to be hot enough. And it, and he goes, get the 12 inch one. So you're making little personal pan style ones. He's like, it's going to work perfect. Good something pizza. perfect for sitting around the fire out, you know, on a summer night or something like that. And yep. Throw a couple pieces of wood on this. It's going to start fairly quick. Throw it in there. And it was, like I said, it was, it was a good video. I, I forget the guy's name that did it. It might even been the one like on an Amazon review or, but I'm pretty sure I YouTubed it. But there's some cool stuff, and all that shit's getting more and more affordable. Yeah. But that's the one well, that I was it, looking at. Things need to get more affordable because... Other my, things, you know, like... My my yeah. pay certainly hasn't gone up. Like, dude, so, you know, the, the big rage over the past decade or so really is is these tiny houses. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how I fell into it. It was on Instagram. I fell into the tiny house rabbit hole, like the tiny Oof. house videos rabbit hole on Instagram. Now, check this out. We saw a video last night of an RV, right? Like a trailer, mm-hmm. 44 mm-hmm. foot, had two bedrooms, two bathrooms, an entire, like a whole ass kitchen, like a nice, like a family room, like it ni- nice. It was really nice. $60,000, $480 a month. I was like, I looked at the wife. I said, we, we? might have a new mother-in-law suite getting delivered, <laughs> um, you know, or something that I can use or, or Peyton can go and have his own place, but still be yeah. on the property. You know, if he doesn't want to be in here, and I was like, that's that's not a bad option. And then I was like, well, what about a tiny house? So I'm looking at these tiny houses. 480 square feet has all the same things that this RV does, right? And the RV was hooked up to water, hooked up mm-hmm. to gas, hooked up to electricity, right? Like it had all the same amendments that my house does. Look and at you, could, tiny you could house. easily add on a solar option in those very yep. affordably, the RV ones. Looked at Looked at a tiny house. 480 square feet, $125,000. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. I live in a, I live in a 2,400 square foot home on three acres. And it only cost $20,000 more than that. Yep. I I was telling the kids, I said, I have a rule of thumb because truck prices, vehicle prices are through the goddamn roof too. And I was like, 
because the you know we have an almost 15 year old and obviously when they become 16 and the whole drive-in shit and talking about this and that and i was like yeah you know you know with gas and insurance i gave a listen which opened their eyes pretty quickly how much it uh, to have a vehicle but i'm like even if i was to go buy a new i have a rule of thumb i will never spend more than i did on my house on a vehicle no and there's people that I mean, because there was this whole talk about the the Tesla Cybertruck or whatever it is, and the price tag on those, and then you know you're looking at these. We went from Toyota to Ford to Chevy, and I mean these trucks, like with decent options, this and that, they're like eighty, ninety thousand dollars, brand brand new, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, holy shit, no way! Like, and I'm not a vehicle guy, and never will be. Like some people just love having new nice like cool like that's what you love that's what you're passionate about you feel cool drive like me i could give a shit my truck's paid off for it's a 2017 stoked about it hope the fucking thing lasts for another two hundred thousand miles yep i've got a i've got a 2018 toyota camry and i've got a 2019 jeep uh uh was it the hell the the jeep trailhawk uh jeep (laughs) compass trailhawk Oh yeah, 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 yep. I know. I am gonna name. own those vehicles until they are fully pay- paid off, plus easily another five, six years. Dude, we are still getting. Um, Toyota keeps sending us, "Hey, you know, we'll, you know, we're looking at your car, um, low estimate. Uh, we'd like to give you seventeen thousand on your trade in. We, uh, you know, maximum of twenty two thousand. I'm like. Because I mean, the car itself was, I think twenty nine thousand, but I rolled off the. I, I got such a good deal. I rolled off the lot at like twenty five thousand. Yep. So I literally rolled off the lot lower than what the sticker price was on it, mm-hmm. and um, so got an amazing deal. And that gets paid off this year. And Toyota is just like, hey, we, you know, we're we're really hurting for used cars. We're really they looking to too. purchase yours. I'm like, you're hurting for used cars because your new cars are so fucking expensive. Everybody's buying a used car, so you can't yep. keep them on the lot because that's what people can afford. And your used cars are overpriced, big time. And they're going to give like you if, say 19 for it. Then they're going to flip it for yeah. 22, and then yep. they're going to have you into a new vehicle for 40, and yeah. then your payments are just. It's like, the, you know, people that are like that, like that don't kind of think like us and will own a vehicle, have no payment. At some point, maybe just like I know some people that they lease a vehicle because they're like, I'm always going to have a car payment regardless. But now I get to drive something new every year. I get to, you know what I mean, have a different one, whatever I want. And they lease them for, you know, two years, maybe three a year, whatever they, you know, afford and how much they drive. And they're like, I just I know that I'm always going to have a payment for life. Lease leases can be dangerous, though. Because you yep. you go just a little bit over that mileage, mm-hmm. yeah, I, and I never looked into it just because of me. Like my brain is like, pay it off, drive it, and then yep. when you need to. But and it's in up here. Like I never saw the point because with all the the snow, the the salt, the sand and stuff, it just beats the shit out of the vehicle. And I'm not going to drop twenty bucks or whatever it is to car wash it every week. It's just going to rust yeah. out, and I'm, I'm, I've accepted it. So the wife and I are currently looking for, we are currently looking for like a, um, like a, a used, you know, like maybe uh mid two thousands, you know, so like your 2010, 15, you know, like timeframe, like a Chrysler Pacifica mm-hmm. because we have the, the Danes yeah. and I mean, I can get them into the Jeep, but they don't like being cramped in that Jeep together. Hey, no. You put two great Danes in a Jeep compass. I, I don't listen. 
it's got plenty of space in it. But I mean, not when they, you they stand, yeah, mini ponies. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, their backs are 32, 33 inches at the shoulders. I, there's not 33. Like they go in there and they're like semi cramped down. So and are you like me? Like I wouldn't be comfortable ever putting my dog in the back of a truck. Like, no, unless maybe I was to tie it down. But then what's the point? Like, I see people all the time and I'm like, cool, you train them. But it only takes that one. Like Listen. my buddy had a dog. It was his farm dog. It was a um, blue healer mix that has been around forever. That thing would never leave his side. You could tell it one thing. It always listened. And then just one day it was in the back of the truck. It was close to home. Knew he was at home. Truck stopped because a vehicle was coming on. So he thought it was time to get off the truck. Jumps, gets hit passes away like sad sad moment fucking so awesome i dog. have but still I, I have a story for that yeah um i used to own a, a chevy s10 you know like mm -hmm. a night it was like a 97 chevy oh, s10 i loved my s10 loved uh, with that the third door yep you know the, the little the third little, door, the, but it wasn't a full-size cab yeah it wasn't yeah, a full-size cab <laughs> the, 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 the back seat actually faced perpendicular like, to the other two yeah, seats. you looked at each other yep, they, and they fold up oh yeah so and we'd we'd had boxers and we were driving the boxer to go back like this is probably about two months about a month and a half two months after we bought the boxer we went to go we called called the owners be like hey would you like to see how he's doing you know we'd love to bring him back to come and see you mm -hmm. um because as people that bred dogs we we liked seeing our, our animals growing up and see how they're doing and everything. So I'm driving there and thankfully I'm going slow as shit, but he was in the back. Yep. There it is. <laughs> there it is. So he was in the back. He was in the truck bed and I had him on his leash. Uh, well, he was on a harness and I had the harness on a leash and you, what people don't think about is you can have, you can have it on a short lead. That's not going to prevent the dog from jumping out. And that's what I found mm -hmm. because he got so excited seeing that home. And mind you, I'm just thankfully, I'm just going up the drive. Uh, I'm like right uh, on the driveway. I I just catch it in the rear view. I see this dog whoop, go to jump out and I boo. I slammed on the brake <laughs> and you hear this Doo, up against the side of <laughs> up against the side of the, of the vehicle. But what had happened is he jumped out and he, his harness hit, but his face just went real quick, yeah. scraped against the, it was just low enough for his face to hit the ground. So of course now I'm bringing him up to this guy's house. I was like, Oh, he's doing great. Fucking whole side of his face is bloody. <laughs> I was like, listen, let me explain what happened. I said, literally this just happened on your driveway. <laughs> he's had a great life except for the last three minutes. I mean, other than that, <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> man, that's, yeah, I just, I just could never, I mean, obviously that story with that, but I've just, I just, I just couldn't, uh, I just couldn't I'm imagine. More willing to sit, I'm more willing to sit in the back of a truck than put, put my animal back there. Yeah. And we have a bigger dog now. We've always had, I've always had smaller dogs, but now that we have that, um, the mix that we have, not, a, not quite the Dane, but he's pretty big. And, uh, like I said, he just, we used to put him in the middle of us in the front and now it's like, you are way too goddamn big, but I don't know. Like now when we yeah. go camping. We're in that. We're in the. I have a Silverado, so we have two dogs, three kids. You know what I mean? Me and the wife. Jesus, like, 
God damn, like what where do we put the big ass dog now? Like he's right. gonna have to sit in the middle and the little dog's in the back and the little dog time, pukes. Time to get that so nobody time to get that fifth <laughs> wheel, bro, and the dog just sits back in the fifth wheel while you're driving. Well, we have the camper, and I mean, technically, he could probably, I'm like, I couldn't do it, because it, it, it has the slide, so it's not wide, oh, you yeah. can chill, but, I, and we have him kennel trained, because, I mean, he's, his breed that, uh, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank what the, the breed is, but he, he's known for, like, they like to be denned, they like to have their own space, and when they're yeah. out and bored, they're destructive, and I'm yeah. like, well, that's, and, and part of it's a lab, oh, it's New Finney, Lab New Finney. Oh, Newfoundland. Yeah, great dog. So the new though. Finland, yeah. Oh, he he's a good dog. I mean, he's he's approaching a year now, so he's starting to calm down. He gets bored. Like the other day, I walked in. We have a sleeping bag that's on our kitchen floor, just so the dogs can lay down and not be cold in our old farmhouse. And uh, I get him out in the morning. He's got half of the goddamn sleeping bag through his kennel. He's able to get his fucking hand and just kind of. I watched it on camera, and he went, doo, 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 got it in, got half of it in, laid on half, and then chewed all the stuffing out of it. I'm like, you <laughs> motherfucker. We, He's uh, got a kennel full of toys, but that was more, and I can't blame him. I mean. We ended up laying down a futon on the floor for the Danes. Because, yep. first of all, I can't, I can't afford. So the futon, the futon mattress, I think cost us. Like $65 to get dog them a dog stupid. bed that would fit bucks. a Great Dane is like $219. Oh. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. Yep. I yeah, got a futon. I got a full size <laughs> futon mattress. It fits both of those dogs and they are happy. Yeah, shit. And even if you bought something on Marketplace for a dog, yeah. like, oh, oh, sorry, this is a used futon that you probably were hooking up with your. You significant another around for a while when you're who cares the dogs are I'm gonna like, be on it. Great for a dog. yeah and like you said yeah we looked at um because we actually just took in a drop-off cat that didn't have a lot of life left in it. and that thing was skin and bones and uh checked it over it was it, it's a dude cat that was fixed and everything and our youngest was always like i know everybody else has a cat so we brought it in, and she's been nursing this thing back to health with food, and it's starting to do better finally. But it's like we, we were looking at cat beds and dog beds, this and that. And like you said, just just like a basic cat bed was like 35 bucks. And I'm like, dude, not that that's we, expensive, but it's like, I was like, dude, we have blankets and so many sleeping bags. Your cat doesn't need a cat bed. So we, we found this little, it's like this pop-up thing. It converts into a bed. And then it pops mm-hmm. up, and it's almost like they have like a little tunnel or a den to lay in. Yeah, yeah. And that cat yep. fucking loves it. It just hides in there. It eats, pukes, shits, and then hides in this thing. But we don't yeah. know how to introduce it to the other cats yet. And I'm like, Ugh. so we've been doing the the towel trick to try to see if they'll get. Apparently, there's a thing on the internet where like the one cat will lay all over it. Then you put the towel outside, oh. so the other, so they get used to their smell yeah, so and their the, presence, the scent. And we've been feeding them with the door in between them, so they are getting used to i think eating we're gonna try it for two weeks and then be like all right let's see what happens they're all dudes so <laughs> I don't yeah i was like we, uh, and he he needs to build up some strength because even if he gets in a fight like the two house cats we already have are would put a pummel on him so i'm like got some heavyweights at the house do you we have one who's like a dominant just fucking dickhead like you look at him and you know that like mean cat meme with yeah. the mean cat, like that is him. Like he he just looks like I'm ready to fuck you up at all times, <laughs> every day, anytime. Let's go. The our other one's cat, kind of like mm. 
I've got a cat um, who used to be an indoor cat. He's now an outdoor cat. And I'll send you I'll send you a video immediately following uh, the podcast here. But he uh, he chose to be an outdoor cat. He went outside mm-hmm. and said, this is nice. I'm staying here. And I <laughs> brought him back in once because we were like, like, hey, the weather's really bad. It's like it was an absolute downpour. The temperature dropped down to like 40 degrees. I brought him inside and all he cared about was trying to get back out. So I was yeah. like, all right, let me pick him up and I'll put him back outside. And he's got a nice little, we made a hut out of a, a Rubbermaid, like a giant, like a jumbo Rubbermaid bin. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like two and a half feet tall. So I cut that out. I lined it. You know, I've got, he's got a heating pad in there. Like one that just stays on all the time. He's got his food and water bowl out there. So he's happy, but he's become my livestock guardian. So he patrols with me every morning, every night. You'll see him walking around with the chickens. Like he just saunters through the chickens and the turkeys during the day. (laughs) Um, I run this bitch. He he follows me every night. He's like, like, I'll go outside uh, right as it starts getting dark. I'll get my stuff on. I'll open up the front door and he's just sitting on the front steps like, you ready? I'm like, all right, man, let's go. And he'll walk right behind me or right in front of me, just kind of meow, meow the whole time. So I have a conversation with him. I think it's healthy. I mean, it's healthy for everybody. I talk to my animals like I talk like I talk to anybody else. Like I don't I don't baby talk animals. I talk to them like I'm having a human conversation. I don't baby talk humans, let alone animals. but, But there's people that find that weird. There's people that find it weird when you talk to your animals like a regular person. Yeah, well, those people probably drink their bourbon without ice. And let's be honest, you know, it's one way or the other. But uh, I just looked at the clock, brother, and it's the first time I've looked at it and we hit our time. I like this. I like this new format. And I think it's going to continue to evolve as, as we have a conversation, like I said, and kind of gear away. And I guess we didn't really say this live, but we were talking backstage like, TikTok Tuesday, like it's a, it was a thing. Like TikTok isn't what it used to be. Our love, our creative stuff that I know me personally, and you know, like you're doing some stuff on there, which is I think more geared for fun for you. But like our love yeah. for TikTok isn't what it was three years no. ago, where you know everybody wants to see these videos, and maybe it's still we still show some videos because finding those true gems of TikTok is a little bit harder. So maybe you can come in here and see some of them, but it's just not what it was to a lot of us the viewers so like like that's why we're kidding around with turkey trot tuesday and thunder tank tuesday and whatever else we come up with true talk tuesday you know what i mean it's just it's gonna be you know um yeah potentially you've been brandon toby richie like the boys who are available and obviously it's not live you're not watching this live but it could look like it's live because i think i'm still going to potentially use that free year of Streamyard i have and take this pre-recording and put it as like a just throw it out there on the social so people can watch it but like yeah. i said it, it, we didn't even show a tiktok video today it's just because we want to have a conversation with the boys and maybe it, it was... evolves maybe like toby has an idea richie and we're like let's gear yeah. this towards this that's fun what i what i really liked about today and i'm going to be completely honest nothing was scripted nothing yeah. was set you know what i mean like by that i mean like nothing was organized we didn't have like a list of things that we were going to talk about we just talked and then at if something sparked us going hey that reminds me have you thought about you know and you just get i like that yep same. I, I, I like that format i like that yep. format of just 
it's more, I think it's, it's to me, it's, it's a more enjoyable or watchable kind of format because it's yep. like sitting around kicking the shit with your friends. And that's exactly what, you know, we've kind of done the other one with, uh, with, with Eubin and Brandon. It's just kind of, there's, there's points in case the conversation stalls. But yeah. when you're with your boys, like you don't go into a bar, you don't go into a party with a list of things and being like, okay, well, if Toby asks about a dog, um, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. do this. And then, oh, oh, oh sh- sh- if Richie says something about comedy, I want to talk about this, that Shane Gill, like, you know, it's just yeah. genuine. It's just free flowing. And, and that's why I said, you know, but it, it, and it, it's hard to rebrand, you know what I mean? It's, it's triple T, but triple T is what it is. Just take some funny words that are big T and that's what it is. We're going to spill the tea on triple T or something, you know, like triple T is like whatever said, you, whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Tired teacher talk. You're a tired teacher. Come chat with us. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you come change tires out. for a living, you know, tire changing, tire, uh, that changing is a C tire <laughs> talk Tuesday. We're going to talk yeah. about tires someday. You know, so, but either way, no, I, I'm excited for it. And like I said, it's not only is it easier for us to not have to prepare anything, we just sit down with a mic, grab a beverage on our own time, whenever it works out for us. And we're, we get a conversation, we get a conversation going and if people want to watch it. Cool. If not, well, I'm having a beer with you and whoever else shows up on a Sunday. And that's what this whole thing's about is just hanging out with dudes. And cause we don't live anywhere near each other. We can't just go over and be like, Hey, you want to have a beer by a bonfire today? It'd be, cool, way, it'd be hours. way worse if it was us sitting around in person drinking <laughs> someday someday <laughs> when they, way when, worse someday when we're super rich we're gonna have a where do we decide our studio was gonna be wasn't ohio well, kentucky you guys kept saying ohio but kentucky would probably be a better fit it's yeah, prettier we in just kentucky yeah i mean in in i've already told the kids i said you know in in about seven years from now like i'm out of here like i can go the youngest is still in school but she's like the one that would be okay, I think, moving, like very social. So I'm like, yeah. once that happens, we're out of here. And that's when we build the studio. So seven years from now, when this podcast hits 11 or 12 years, we're going to have a central studio. <laughs> or maybe I've always loved I've always loved North Carolina. Maybe I just find my way down there. I'll just build some more land and we, part of it can just be we'll have the studio built on that. And then or we, parcel, I just buy a studio, out. I buy a warehouse and I just have part of it where I live and part of it where is a studio and we'll figure yeah. that out. We got time. I got a buddy in Outer Banks. Maybe he's got oh. some cool places out there. Have you ever seen that show? You don't want to go there. I haven't. I, I went down. No. Yeah, I went down. I think he got married down there. I went down there. It was nice. I mean, I didn't. We just stayed on the beach the whole time in like a rental place. I didn't go out in the city. Yeah. But I, I forgot there was a show about it. So I want nothing yeah. to do with that. But he's a chiropractor out that way, so if anybody needs some back crackalacking, hit him up. Moorhead City Chiropractic, I think is what it is. But either way, Toby, can't thank you enough, brother. It was good catching up, and we'll be doing this again soon. Maybe you'll see some more faces. Maybe you won't. I like the, I like the when uh, the conversation. It's funny. Like Richie last week, we played like four videos. We were just having a conversation. Today, mm-hmm. we didn't even play one. Like the three of us get together, it's going to even be crazier. So, yeah, um, fucking love it. I love it. So, all right, that's all I got. Check out the friends of the show. Check out uh, all the Toby stuff on the socials. Check out Richie, Jet Entertainment Tonight, and uh, Copper John's, Fat Baby Bourbon, Deluxe Edition Network. Check them all out if you want. If not, the hell with it. Then uh, thanks for listening. I don't know why you're still here, but uh, we appreciate the hell out of you. So see you next week. Go home. Sometime. It's over. Whenever. It's over. We got to go. Um, I mean, we can just... We got to go. <laughs> Goodbye. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Ron. Do you like movies? Hey, this is Ragnar. Y'all like alcohol? Hey, guys, this is Stu. Do you like punishments? Hey, this is Goop. Do you like cinephiles? Hey, everybody, I'm Chase. You guys, do you guys like alcohol poisoning? If you like all of that, then check us out at Barrel Age Flicks. We're on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms out there. 